Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Welcome to the latest episode of Five on the Floor on the Five Reasons Sports Network. Thanks for joining us on your favorite podcast app. We're on Podbean, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. We're also on Dash Radio on their Nothing But Net channel. That's every single weeknight at 7 p.m. Also check out Five Reasons YouTube as we speak. There's a clutch corner takeover of Post Up 5R. Also make sure you catch Before Floor an hour before every game. The Alex Dono Show every day at 3, starting 9 with me every Monday, excuse me, every Tuesday and Wednesday at 9 a.m. and so many of the other streams we have on the Five Reasons YouTube channel also five reasonsports.com for the latest takeaways from brady hawk and others great story uh by vishnu parasuraman about university of miami that's up there it's getting a lot of attention on social media today so we do not have a paywall check out all of our content at five reasonsports.com and of course check out our great sponsors so many of them are local including our friend who's at all the heat games, Eric Rubenstein. He is the personal injury attorney that you want to reach out to. If you've got any kind of problems in that regard, medical malpractice, car accident, slip and fall, he can handle all of it for you. Yes. He's an FSU undergrad, but he, uh, he has a law degree from St. Thomas right down here in South Florida. As I mentioned, big heat fan, uh, graduated law school, magna cum laude, and he can definitely handle your case and get you the money that you deserve. You can reach out to him directly at 954-829-ERIC. That's 954-829-ERIC. That's with a C, not the Eric Spolster K. Or on Instagram at, and this is a simple one, I want to be your lawyer. And now, tonight's episode. Down to Biscay. Yeah. Uh, five on the floor, ride for my dogs. Where is the thing? You can check the score. Hustle hard, couple scars, wearing bubble frogs. Just like Buckley said, you in trouble, y'all. Kept the floor playing, got an all band. Y'all seen the block, stop the one hand. And Pat, we trust, it's power, have the guts. We're here to bring the heat. Y'all can hang it up. Welcome to Five on the Floor, a daily insider show on the Miami Heat and the NBA featuring Ethan Skolnick, Greg Sylvander, and Alex Toledo, plus others from the Five Reasons Sports Network. All right, Ethan Skolnick back here on Five on the Floor. Here's tonight's floor plan. We had Brady and Alex at the arena tonight, which might be, might be why the result was good. I was not there. I think Brady's like five and one when he attends. So Greg and I are handling this one from home, and it is one to handle. I, we were talking... Uh, earlier about how you know this team it was getting hard to do these podcasts right because there didn't seem to be a light at the end of the tunnel you had the good win against indiana but otherwise uh they're you know look they're without some key guys right now and they've got some other key guys who are struggling tonight's win is one of those signature wins like they did not have a lot of these wins last season that you looked back and like wow how did they get that one the indiana game last week was a little like that this one was more like that. This team closed the game tonight and won 113 to 104 against the defending champions who had their full complement of players with the exception of Brooke Lopez, who's going to miss a lot of time. So they got to get used to that. They had Giannis, they had Middleton, they had holiday playing well. They had Bobby Porters who has killed the heat and the heat win 113 to 104 without Jimmy Butler, 
without Bam Adebayo, without Duncan Robinson for the entire fourth quarter, which is a conversation we'll probably have in the coming days, and without Tyler Hero, who just wasn't there tonight. I don't know if it was, you know, he he was at the Sports Illustrated Awards the night before. He, just, he I don't know. He just he wasn't into it on either end. Turnovers, bad rotations. They closed that game with Kyle Lowry, who was terrific tonight in the second half. Max Struess, who had 16 in the second half. Caleb Martin, who had the game of his life. And Casey Akpala or P.J. Tucker, each of which in their own way was exceptional. The best game of KZ's career and the quintessential P.J. Tucker game. Greg, we're going to talk about this game for a while. Yeah, I mean, like we talked about how each contending Miami Heat team, if we look back, they would have games like this, right, where they would be undermanned and they'd find ways to gut out victories. And to your point, like this was the first time Milwaukee lost. Shout out to Tim Bonkemps for um, uh, a friend of the program, actually, for, for tweeting this out, that it's the first time Milwaukee lost this season when their big three is played. And obviously Miami's uh, big two was out. There was a number of other statistics that, you know, like as this game was trending initially, I think Heat fans started to moan and groan a bit. I mean, points in the paint, they uh, Milwaukee was up 44 to 32. Second chance points, 21 to 4 Milwaukee. Um, they, you know, had more fast break points, 20 turnovers. So there were things in the first half that I think there was trepidation amongst Heat fans thinking, oh, gosh, this could this could turn any moment down seven uh, They had a huge second half. Caleb Martin played great. I think that we talked uh, with Alana the other night about like the heat fan survival guide through this stretch. And we talked about the games within the game, mm-hmm. watching Caleb Martin and, and the uh, stuff he does athletically. I didn't realize he had that in him. That's the game within the game tonight, watching Max Struess come in and, and kind of just be a microwave offensively. There were, there was, and PJ Tucker with the assists and things yeah. like that. Uh, so there were just a lot of good takeaways. This was something that I feel like the team needed, Heat Nation needed, the organization needed. This was just a much welcomed victory for the team. It was, and now you have two days off before a home game against Chicago. You may get Morris back. We'll see. You may get Jimmy back. We'll see. But you also get your first home practice of the season. First full home practice of the season is likely Friday. And just psychologically, I tweeted this before the fourth quarter, like this is just so huge for this team, but we're going to start breaking it down kind of player by player here, because I think they all deserve their flowers tonight. And and I I don't think we should be negative in any way. So we're going to push back sort of the Duncan conversations and even Tyler's performance today, which I I think you can throw out and just look at the guys who contributed to this thing. Okay. You mentioned Caleb Martin. As soon as the game ended, Bam Adebayo put a, a post on Instagram. It just said dog with a photo of Caleb Martin. Uh, He has fit in here so perfectly that it does make you wonder. There are some guys that the heat develop and kind of you're like, okay, well, nobody knows about him. This guy was on a roster last year. Like he was on a roster and he had to take a two way. And, And here's the thing about it. He's not Rodney Magruder. He has athleticism like Rodney Magruder was like sort of carved out of stone by the heat. Right. And they turned him into a player, Tyler Johnson. There's others that you can mention like this kid has Tyler had some athleticism, but like this kid has natural tools like and, and it's, it's almost like, why did this not come out somewhere else? You can't just say heat culture, Greg, they, they, they have. No, you're right. I mean, I don't I don't understand it. Like you're watching him and you're like, 
Yes, he does some Jimmy Butler things. Like, I, I, I'm, he's not Jimmy Butler. The stat line tonight was Jimmy Butler. 28 points, 8 rebounds, 3 assists, 2 steals, and a block. That's a Jimmy Butler stat line, like, yeah. to a T. But, but, he, but he has athleticism. He also has a great feel for the game. He competes nonstop defensively. Um, in some ways, I know, and some of our guys on, this, on the, our string corrected me on this because they're like, he's more athletic than Bruce Bowen. He is. But he reminds me a little bit of the Heat's Bruce Bowen project. When Bruce came to Miami, he couldn't shoot a three, couldn't shoot at all, um, and he had very limited athleticism. That that never improved. But he had he had raw material they could build with as a defender, and he became not only a starter for the Heat, but then when Pat said he was a terrible offensive player, which pissed Bruce off, he went to San Antonio and won rings on the minimum. Like that that is the kind of player they're developing here, and he just seems like a good kid too. Like I, I don't. Why was he available? I, I don't understand. It's a great question. I think that so with the very last roster spots around the league, they dried up quickly. And I think veterans like seasoned veterans probably felt that squeeze the most. Like if you look at the uh, the available free agent list, it's all like older guys. Um, and then there were these this next wave of slightly younger players that were unproven that were getting deals here and there. And some got fully gone fully guaranteed contracts others had to take two ways and uh i think the heat just literally like this is a moment where they got lucky and caleb martin you know what it reminds me of almost like when i watch him play it's almost like if they took tyler johnson james ennis and uh who was the other guy that you just um compared him to that they have built with recently Magruder, yeah if you took the three of those guys molded them together caleb martin kind of gives you mm -hmm. Uh, the, the perfect balance of all that stuff. And I think he fits in perfectly. Like, let's not oversell this. He's probably not going to do this again this season. He's not a player that I necessarily think you want to count on to get your double-digit scoring every single night. But to be able to plug and play somebody, a guy like that, that shows you that he can be part of a nine-man rotation, in my eyes, that can be um, – you know, on a, on a winning team. So like, that's the kind of stuff that you like to see. And it's encouraging go forward. I mean, he's a playoff rotation player, I think. I mean, we, we talked about before the season, like first time Brady and I saw him on his, at the scrimmage, we're like, that looks like a rotation player to me. Like that's a back end of the rotation player. Well, the next level is, is he a playoff rotation player? Right? Well, he just did this against the bucks. <laughs> so, I mean, he didn't do this against Detroit. I mean, that play on drew holiday. What? was I, that I mean, what was and that then right. dunked it well i mean right but but here's the thing like when we talked about kendrick nunn a lot last year okay and, th and this is no slight to kendrick but kendrick really didn't turn into a playoff rotation player like they really didn't trust him in the playoffs like he could do it in the regular season but we we always kind of said kendrick puts up a lot of those numbers against the detroits against you know what was cleveland against you know the lesser lights of the sacramentos the you know, the, the, the New Orleans, the, the lower teams in the league, like Caleb Martin just did this against the bucks. Like he did against the bucks with less help around him. So I, I don't think we can overstate what he, I mean, I, I I'm with you. I, he's not going to do this again because Jimmy's going to eat his minutes. Right. But the fact that he could, could sustain it and that Spolstra stayed with him. And that's the other thing we're going to talk about as we transition 
to Struess. And we're going to get to that in a minute. Before we do, I want to tell you about a great sponsor, Five Reasons Sports Network. You should have played Caleb Martin in prize picks tonight. I don't even know if he was on the board, but he probably wasn't. But use the code five, F-I-V-E at prizepicks.com. That's where they will match your bonus. You can play the power play, the flex play, however far you want to go into it. Two, three, four, five players. Of course, you can play players from different teams, different sports. You could have paired uh, NHL players tonight with NBA. You can pair them with NFL when that's going on or even MMA. You can do just about anything at prizepicks.com. Use the code five. It is legal in the state of Florida. People ask us all the time. Why else would we advertise them? Prizepicks.com. Use the code F-I-V-E. All right. Well, let's get to Struess. And and I think when we talk about Struess, we do have to bring in the other part of this because the decision was made tonight, not just to go with Max Struess over Duncan Robinson, but to go with him over Tyler Hero. And we've discussed and we talked about this. I We do so many shows. I can't remember which show, but about the fact that sometimes Eric Spolster will ride a lineup a long time, almost because he forgets who he has on the bench. Right. Like this is a consistent theme we've talked about over the years. And Eric has admitted it at times. It kind of felt like that a little bit tonight. Like I was like, okay, when I knew he wasn't putting Robinson in, in the fourth quarter, he's not. And again, that's a discussion for another day. Okay. And we're going to have to continue to have that one, but the decision to go with Struess, because you weren't taking Caleb out there the way he was playing, but the decision to go with Struess over hero is a different thing. Do you think it's because he forgot he had Tyler on the bench tonight, or do you think it was because I'm just going to ride these guys as long as I can? I think it's the latter. I think that they were they found a lineup that was working. Max Struess particularly was hot in the fourth quarter. I think he scored 14 of, mm-hmm. of his points, maybe even. Uh, 16, what did he finish with? I- 16. So I think 14 of his 16 came in the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, as much as I'd like to say that maybe he was uh, forgetful, I think that this was with intent to keep Max Struess in there. Tyler was having an off night, particularly with the turnovers. It's one thing if Tyler's not necessarily making shots. He's still such a threat, but tonight he was just disjointed with the ball. There were many plays where he either made passes where the guy wasn't there. He jumped to pass things like that. Dr. Jack would have hated to see that. (laughs) Um, Like these are the types of things that I just feel like it was a perfect moment where he could, this isn't anything that's going to cause controversy. Like it was easy to see that Max was rolling and that Tyler was obviously struggling. So this is a situation where, um, I just hope that they keep playing him. The other night when he only yeah. had the six minutes, I, I didn't love that. And it's just because right now when you're so uh, down in terms of manpower and particularly offensive manpower, I mean, what Bam and Jimmy, that's 40, 42 points a game or so. Like you need guys out there that can get you microwave, microwave offense. And, and Max gave that to them tonight. Um, I don't expect that that's necessarily, I mean, you know, Spo loves to close with Tyler, so that's what he'll go back to. But right. tonight, uh, I think that, that, you know, he was just riding the hot hands. Well, again, there was like a whole season that like Tyler played every minute of the fourth quarter. Exactly. So there is significance with this. And I don't know, you know, Tyler had a, a busy night the night before um, at the Sports Illustrated Awards. And I, I never typically attribute anything to that because, I will just say that, you know, again, I, I used to travel with the heat and I used to see guys come back to the hotel at four in the morning and then drop 40, a uh, certain number three used to do that all the damn time. Okay. So I, I don't, I, I don't necessarily, again, correlate that 
but he did seem out of it tonight. But the idea that Spolster would see, it felt to me like Eric just decided tonight was a throw the kitchen sink night. And he did that from the very beginning. And so he was going to go against form tonight. I just want to try something different, but I'm with you about Max in this sense. Okay. Again, without delving too much into the Duncan thing, Max Struess gives you uh, more when he's making his shots. Okay it's hard to find a reason to play the other guy. I, I just, I'm not talking about hero because you're going to play Tyler, but it's hard to find a reason to play the other guy because uh, you know, the gravity is the reason that we always talk about Duncan, but Max is, and sometimes, you know, and you even talk to people around the team. They're like, it still thinks he needs to clean up defensively. Uh, but the effort is there and the physicality is there and there's more playmaking there and there's less hesitancy there. That's that's the big thing, Greg. There's less hesitancy. Like when Max is in there, he's looking to shoot. I feel like with sometimes with Duncan, he doesn't know right now if he should or he shouldn't, even though his coach is telling him to. Go ahead. It's so true. And I just wanted to touch on one thing about Max that I think is really interesting. When you talk to people around the team, like heading into this season, there was always talk of Max is just as good a shooter as any of these guys. Like he's literally just as elite a shooter as any of them. And that was like very much based off of practice and, and summer Uh, workouts, things like that. Like he could just shoot the hell out of the ball. And they said, well, the next evolution of that is to do what Duncan does. And that is do it in the games. Well, now you see that he's average, you know, he's at 41% from three, basically. So it's interesting to see now that Max, when you talk about the gravity situation, he's going to start getting some of that gravity, um, you know, like the benefit of the doubt from a defender to flinch just enough to create some openings and stuff like that. So I just think that it's a great development for the heat that way. Um, Gabe, Max, Caleb, it's just that, that that's been a big part of the storyline of this early part of the season. All right, let's get to Casey Akpala next before we do. I tell you about another sponsor of the five reasons sports network that's therapist preferred. This is where you go for all of your premium CBD for this one. Use the code five RSN that's code five RSN. You can get the tincture. You can get the, uh, the sports cream. Uh, this is again with the gummies. You, this is for recovery. This is for sleep. And this is the best stuff. So go to therapistpreferred.com. It's therapistpreferred.com. Make sure you're using the code there, 5RSN. You get 25% off. You'll also get 20% off at manscaped.com for all your grooming needs if you use the code 5RSN. So it's 5RSN at therapistpreferred.com, 5RSN at, at manscaped.com. Let's get to the most surprising development of the night. I mean, because Caleb has shown some signs, not of this, but he's shown signs. And Struess has had, I mean, just had one the other night. I mean, against, right, in, in, in the other game against Milwaukee, and then he didn't play much in the game after. But Casey Akpala has never played that well. And, and there were mistakes. I mean, he gets under the rim and he doesn't know what to do. There seemed to be some awareness issues still. But, man, he made a difference tonight. He was a major, major positive for them tonight. I mean, the stat sheet, the plus minus, the fact that they were able to hang with him. I know we had such high hopes for him. I know that a certain team president had high hopes for him who pushed for the trade for him. And I think we've all kind of given up on it. Like I mean, we've talked on this program and others, like you can't give him away right now. Like he doesn't look, I mean, summer league was supposed to be his breakout and he was arguably the worst player on the floor uh, for a lot of it. And then he gets a, in a game against a team that they kind of talked about would be the sort of team he could be effective against, but you never thought they would actually deploy him. And like, I mean, 
there, he was an answer tonight. Like he was an answer to a lot of questions. He was an answer with athleticism. He was an he was he was an answer defensively. Um, he he made a clutch three from the right corner, uh, which seems to be his ticket to a rotation at some point. What I mean, I, I'm just going to be serious here because I think we all like KC and we want him to succeed. But again, we're throwing our hands up here. What the heck happened tonight? What 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 was this? Because this is a good player. Yeah, I think it's pretty clear that this is on Eric Spolstra. He's been playing him out of position this entire time. This guy has been a center. He's a small ball five, and we've been thinking about him in the terms of a, a Paul George wing type player, or a, or a uh, you know like a stretchy four. Uh, you know, Spo kind of deployed him as a five tonight. I know that he was out there with PJ, and when you're out there with PJ, it's kind of tough to say who's the five, right? But like that was kind of KZ. He's the tallest player on the court. Uh, he essentially put Dwayne Dedman on the bench and they didn't look back. I mean, Dwayne Dedman finished with 13 minutes tonight. Uh, KZ Akpala was a, a rebound short of a double double. So he's essentially playing that big man role. And you, you, you just, it's these little steps. Like he had that one game, I think it was in Sac at Sacramento where he played really, really well. And it was like the only time that we saw that glimpse in game. There's been like maybe a play here or there, but this was an actual complete performance from him against a tough opponent. I can't believe he only had one turnover because you talk about you were very, very kind in saying awareness is awareness issues. That's kind of you, but I felt like he had more than one turnover. So him to play mistake free, to be productive, to get big minutes against a good team, it's all good stuff. And I think they're going to need that. I mean, like we talked about, they can have dead roster spots. Well, Casey is no longer a dead roster spot as a small ball five. As a small ball five. And, and I think we'll see it in limited minutes. But I think one of the things that they did tonight, and we have discussed the fact that Dwayne Dedman has been terrific but that his role, you know, when you start to stretch him out, you know, you even saw this, he's not unique in this. Okay. I remember when they used to stretch Chris Anderson out and, and Birdman would be great when you got it, kept him under 20, 20 to 25 started to extend him. There were some problems. And I think that Deadman, he's been better like in his, sometimes in his first stint in each half than he has been when he's come back. He only played 13 minutes tonight. He grabbed nine rebounds. He was a plus one. So he wasn't a negative player, but he, again, he only played 13 minutes. I mean, Akpala played 32. Now, some of that is Milwaukee, right? Because they don't have Brooke Lopez right now. I think if they had Brooke Lopez, it would look a little bit different. DeMarcus Cousins is still being integrated. He's nowhere close to the player that he used to be. I mean, there was a reason that he was out there for them to be able to sign uh, cousins played 13 minutes tonight. And otherwise Bobby Portis was playing center. So you can do this again, but you can do this against a lot of teams. I mean, I, and I don't know that he's going to when everybody is healthy, but I do think you see that the center position and we've discussed this is going to be a night to night proposition until bam is back. It, it's not going to be, we're just going to roll Deadman out. And it reminds me uh, in some ways, although Deadman is a better player than Dwayne Coswell was. Okay. But it reminds me of that 2000, 2001 season where initially it was Dwayne Coswell is going to replace Alonzo Mourning because that's the traditional thing to do. And then they're like, no, we're not going to do that. And, and Dwayne kind of moved to the edge of the bench and it was Brian Grant at the center with Anthony Mason playing next to him. And that team rolled, uh, you know, to a pretty damn good record until Zoe came back actually. So I, I, I don't, again, it's not going to be every night. Okay. Some nights it may be Omer. But Omer has some of the same awareness issues at this stage that KZ has. So 
I, I just, I, I feel like Eric's going to go with a hot hand. If Deadman is providing that kind of playing big, that size that they need against certain opponents. Otherwise I think he'll size down, but I, this was encouraging. And, and, you know, Heat fans have been really hard on KZ. Um, he, it, it's, there's no way he hasn't heard it. And it just, it's nice to have a night like this, like to show, okay, I'm, I'm an NBA player against a good team. And, and I don't know necessarily that any of us uh, have, have sort of portrayed him that way of late. All right. We got one more guy to get to because I've been critical of him and, and I need to, he's the one guy who doesn't fit the profile of the other three, but we need to say something nice here before we go, because he was critical to the victory as well. Before we do I want to tell you about one last sponsor of the five reasons sports network. And that's BetUS. BetUS.com is where you want to go. If you want to gamble, you can do the live betting. You can do the futures betting, just about anything there. Again, for that one, it's the same as prize picks. Use the code five F I V E, but we're running a promotion here. And I don't know how long this one's going to last, but if you screenshot your deposit to bet us using the code five, we're going to send you a t-shirt. Okay. So BetUS.com. That's our official betting site. Use the code F I V E. We you should have taken the points tonight with the heat. I wasn't gonna, uh, but they've got six and a half tonight over at BetUS, and that's where you want to go. So go to betus.com, use the code five. Also, one thing before we close here, I do want to mention if you've stuck around this long, uh, we're gonna be giving away Tyler Hero signed card on five on the floor on Thursday night. Okay, so we are running a partnership here with Hollywood Collectibles. Tyler is going to be signing autographs Thursday at five. You're welcome to come out. Um, maybe a little crowded, but hopefully you can get one there. But if not, we are going to be running uh, something on Thursday night there and Saturday night's post up five R after the bulls game, we'll be giving away the other ones. So we've got two to give away. All right, let's close with Kyle Lowry. And I joke that every time I tweet about him missing shots, he makes four in a row. Everybody told me to keep tweeting. Um, I know. Get those drafts filled. I, I, I mean, they're there because I mean, because he's had nights like this, but I mean, he was really struggling with his shot. Now he still ended up four of 13 from three, which isn't a great percentage, but at least he kept taking them uh, nine of 21 overall, but 22 points, 13 assists, a plus eight. He did have six turnovers. I mean, Tyler had seven. Okay. 28 minutes. He did have six turnovers, but he was the one veteran out there kind of settling things at the end. And when you talk about what you want from him beyond everything else, it's giving you that sort of organization, right? The scoring bursts need to come in games like this. And we've addressed that. Okay. And it did, but at the end of the game was like, okay, they have Kyle out there. That's what you want to feel, especially when you don't have Jimmy in particular and bam to some of a lesser extent, he gave you what you want tonight, right? Like that's, and that's, yeah. that's it. No. I'm not looking for 35. He gave you what you want tonight. Listen, like this stat line. And I always keep coming back to this, uh, like this nine of 21, 13 assists, 22 points. That's a Timmy Hardaway stat line like that. The, mm -hmm. the, and that's what they need from him right now. And I really like the fact that he made a lot of mistakes in the first half. Um, I don't know how many of his turnovers came in the first half, but if I had to gut check it and I'm completely going off memory, I would say probably four of the six were in the first half. He cleaned that up considerably, still got racked up the assists. Um, and you're right. Like he was the steadying presence. I thought him and PJ, but in very different ways, PJ did it in a very um, frenetic way. Kyle does it in a much calmer way, but I, I liked that he, um, 
was aggressive offensively and pulled up for some of those deep threes because you know what? There were moments where like they had no release valve. There was no body that's going to bail them out late in the shot clock. So I'd rather just see him get up a good shot and see if a couple of those go in and towards the end of the game, a couple of them did. And so this is like, I guess what we wanted from Kyle. It's never that we wanted him to be the end all be all scorer in every single game. And I don't think that anybody is uh, watching him under the illusion that he's going to get 20 on perfect efficiency. Uh, we know that there's give and take in all this, but we just need games here or there where you can shoulder the scoring load. Obviously it helps when Caleb Martin comes out of nowhere with 28 on really, really efficient play. But Kyle tonight, um, he, he did exactly what they need him to do until Jimmy gets back. So it's, it, it was encouraging. And this is the last thing I want to close on with him because I did see a little bit of this flying around Twitter. And I know that that is, uh, it can give us tunnel vision because there's so much bigger of a world. But uh, so last two games, Kyle's played over 39 minutes in both games. And there was some concern floating around about playing him too many minutes. Even with those uh, minutes played, he still is averaging the lowest minutes per game since 2017. So like they're still managing that. I think right now it's just expected. He's going to play more. And the one you mentioned him and we shouldn't forget it. I said it, it was the quintessential PJ Tucker game. I mean, he, he, I'm not gonna say he outplayed Giannis, but he forced Giannis to play well below his typical standards. And that's what eight assists, does. eight assists. He was, he was just tremendous. He was tremendous. Everything. I mean, I mean, we talk about the screen setting, but, and the defense and positionally, but yeah, some of the other stuff that you don't think of with him, he had a big floater when they needed it. Uh, he had a three when they needed it. He just made like, I, I don't want to sound like Spolster. He made winning plays constantly. Like in this game, like it, like if, if you, if you are a box score watcher, there are games that, that you can say, well, what the hell did PJ Tucker do? Tonight was one of those games he gave it to you both ways, okay? He played pretty much the perfect non-box score game, but he also filled up the box score a little bit. Uh, he was tremendous. And, and I do think as we close here, you don't know that you're going to get these kind of nights from Caleb or Max or particularly KZ going forward, okay? But you do know that the nights you got from Lowry and Tucker are the kind of nights you're going to need in May, Okay. And that I think was extremely encouraging tonight. So we end on a high note. We will deal with the other stuff another day. Cause I do think we are heading a little bit closer elephant to, in the room to a more significant change. I, I do. I, I think, I think we're seeing it happen in real time here. I just don't think Spolster has decided who he wants to make the change with. I think we know who's going to get changed out I just don't think he knows yet once Jimmy's back and particularly Bam is back, who is, if he wants to for sure, but also who is the piece that he would put in there with, I will say Max Struess raised his hand tonight um, and maybe put himself a little bit into that conversation. All right. For Greg Sylvander, I'm Ethan Skolnick. We had a ton of sponsors, bet us uh, and prize picks. Use the code five manscape therapist preferred use the code five RSN. Any kind of personal injury issue, reach out to our guy, Eric Rubenstein. Also catch uh, the court clip from sponsored by Eric Rubenstein every single night after a game on Five Reasons Instagram. Have a good night. Thank you for listening to the Five on the Floor on the Five Reasons Sports Network. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. 
No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.